Welcome to Camp Pearls. It's a good day to have a great day podcast. Be sure to join us for weekly episodes. Now, here's Brother Don. Hello, everyone, and welcome to It's a Good Day to Have a Great Day. I'm coming to you from the beautiful campgrounds here at Camp Pearl. Now, I know that those of you who have been here before already can close your eyes and visualize just how peaceful and serene this setting is. I always loved hearing when campers would come up and to me and say when they would drive in the driveway, they had this uh, feeling in their stomach of intense excitement. That continues to this day. I look forward to coming each week and sharing with you some biblical truth and just hopefully to share with you some of the things that are taking place here. You can contact me, Don at CountPearl.com. If you have any questions about anything of these podcasts that we say, or if you have a question about Count Pearl Ministries, we'd love to hear from you. Don at CountPearl.com. Count Pearl really exists to serve and support Bible teaching churches in Louisiana and Southeast Texas, and we seek to meet the spiritual needs of their communities. We hope to do that through offering different kinds of conferences and retreats and rentals, and then our summer camping ministry, which quite frankly is the hub around which the rest of these ministries flow. In our summer camp ministries, we average 600-plus students that come our way, and we really seek to introduce each student to Jesus Christ to see their lives changed forever. Now, that's foundational. And then not only to see them come to saving faith in Jesus, but also to see them grow year by year as they come each year. So with that in mind, let me ask you a question today that's pretty foundational. That question is, are you saved? Uh, Immediately, I can almost see the look on your face when you say, oh my, I've heard that expression so many times before, am I saved? But did you realize that according to a survey in America based upon different age groups, that only 20% of 18 to 29-year-olds believe that when they die, they will go to heaven only because they have trusted Jesus as their Savior. That number goes up a little bit to 30 to 49-year-olds to 30%, and then 10 more percent, 40% to 50-year-olds and older. You would agree with me that there is a lot of confusion about what it takes to get to heaven and what does it mean to be saved. So I'd like to spend these first couple of sessions with you talking about that foundational truth, are you saved, and what it means. Well, if we were to look at that word independently of what the Bible says, we would understand that the word really just means to be delivered or really rescued, kind of snatched away from danger. We could find different contexts in which that could be used. Maybe someone could say, man, I was just barely saved out of that car wreck when my car hit another vehicle, or I was saved, I thought I was drowning, and someone snatched me up and rescued me. And those are all easily understood terms. We know what that means. They were about to die, and, but now they've been rescued. Now they are alive. But when it comes to that word in the Bible, sometimes it can be a little confusing. 
Yes, it still means to be rescued. It still means to be delivered. But the context, that's a neat word, isn't it? If you've been around Count Pearl very long, you know that we say context is king when studying the scriptures. You must must put the word in the context of what the author is talking about. And when he uses that word saved, when any of the authors in Scripture in the New Testament uses that word saved, it could be in one of three different tenses. Now, quite frankly, we often use it in the past tense. Or you saved, meaning when you die, you go into heaven. But did you realize that the Bible uses it, quite frankly, more so in the present tense? Because the New Testament is written from the perspective of those who are going to heaven. Now, it does obviously give us an invitation to get to heaven, but what about those who are on their way? And so these letters that the Apostle Paul wrote, he wrote to those who were on their way to heaven. So there was a present tense salvation of being rescued. And then there is a sense when the scriptures speak of being saved in a future tense. So in one way, there's a past tense salvation, a present tense salvation, and a future tense salvation. So I could therefore say, I have been saved in the past. I am being saved in the present. And I will be saved in the future. And, of course, the context will determine which one of those tenses is being used. Now, there's another sense, and when that can be confusing, for instance, the Bible speaks in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 12. I hope it's a familiar verse to many of you, where the Apostle Paul says, I want you to work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. Wow. Well, does that mean I've got to work for it? Well, in the coming weeks, I hope to clarify some of those things as we spend some time together in this good day to have a great day. But I'd like to talk, first of all, about what it means to be saved in the past. When it's used in the past tense, it means I have been delivered or rescued, that's what saved means, from the penalty of my sin. You see, I am penalized because I was born a sinner. Did you know that you didn't have to do anything to get that label? All you had to do was be born. And I don't know about you, but I never asked to get here to start with. I just, well, I wasn't. They say that I was born October the 11th, 1954. I don't remember that. I just take the witnesses of those who were there, and some of those have passed on. So I've got a certificate that says I was born October the 11th, 1954. But you know what? I was born a sinner. I didn't do anything but just be born. And quite frankly, it's really true that I sin because I am a sinner at birth. It's not that I'm a sinner because I sin. So everyone who has ever been born has been born a sinner. For the Bible says, for all have sinned and we've fallen short of God's glory. We are not perfect. None of us are innocent. Quite frankly, all of us are in need of rescuing and being delivered. There's some good news about that. 
However, many people seek in their own strength and their own abilities to try to do something to shake that sin off that has penalized them. They may try to pray hard or to give more or to be baptized or to make promises or to perform really, really well. And maybe with fingers crossed, just maybe God will say, okay, you've done enough. But we know that none of those things work. It is being understood that I can be delivered and rescued from the penalty of my sin because of what Jesus Christ has done. You see, my sin deserves death, and death is separation from God. And if Jesus did not save and deliver me, I would be forever separated from God in eternal death. But Jesus did. The Bible says very clearly, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, that is, be eternally separated from God, but have everlasting life. The key to being delivered and rescued from the penalty of my sin is found in that one word, believe. Quite frankly, that's all that anyone can do is to believe. Now, what is it that he wants me to believe in order to be rescued and delivered? Well, first of all, you've got to recognize that I am in need of being rescued and delivered. And I can't do it myself. I need grace. I need someone to rescue me. And herein comes Jesus. And he says, you look to me, then I'll be the one to deliver you from the penalty of your sin. And so what he does, if I look to him in faith, believing that he died on the cross, was buried, and rose again the third day, that he gives me his life. After he takes my sin that separates me from God, he gives me his perfect and complete righteousness. He imputes that to me. He places that upon me so that I now stand complete in Jesus Christ, the one who died, was buried, and rose again, proving that he had victory over death that I would never have to die spiritually and be eternally separated from God. The Bible says, therefore, there is now no condemnation. There it is. There's no penalty. I'm not condemned by God. When God sees me, he doesn't see me in my puny efforts trying to do what I can to get to heaven, but rather he sees me draped in his perfect son's righteousness. Why? Only because I believed that he would do that. And I believe by trusting him and him alone as my one and only Savior. So let me ask you, are you saved? We're talking about the past tense. Have you been delivered from the penalty of your sin? Well, a good way to answer that for you would be to ask, do you know for certain you're going to heaven? And if you don't know, it could be because you're still trying in some way 
to earn it yourself. And my friend, I want you to know that you will spend the rest of your life trying and quite frankly, never knowing. Because you'll never know if you've done enough and how much is enough. And you've never know if you've done the right thing. What would that be? But if you will stop trying and simply trust, he will give you everlasting life. The Lord Jesus himself said, Truly, truly, in John chapter 5, verse 24, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes on him who has sent me right now has, present tense, everlasting life, shall not in the future come into judgment, but is past, past tense, from death to life. Jesus Christ provides that for me, and he can provide that for you. It's called life, life in Christ. He will provide that for you if you stop trying in your own efforts and trust in his accomplishment. You see, it's really not something that you do for God in order to be delivered and rescued from the penalty of your sin. It's believing that which God has done for you in Jesus Christ. So it's my prayer that you could answer that question, are you saved in the past tense, affirmatively, confidently, only because you know at a point in time in your life, you've placed your trust in God's provision through his son Jesus, who died, was buried, and rose again for you. Have you done that? If not, you can do that, even right now, wherever you are, whatever it is that you're doing. You can just acknowledge that you're a sinner that's separated from God. You can't try to get to heaven. In fact, you're tired of your measly efforts and not knowing if you will get there. And you can believe that Jesus is a Savior sent from God to rescue deliver you from the penalty that all of us deserve because we've been born in sin. Let me pray with you. Father, it's my prayer today that everyone listening to this right now will have full assurance to be able to affirmatively answer that question. Have I been saved? May they be able to say yes, because I'm trusting Jesus and him alone to rescue and deliver me from my sin. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We would love for you to share this with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. To learn more about Camp Pearl Ministries or to help support this podcast and other gospel outreach, visit us online at camppearl.com. We pray you have a great day today right now in the life only Jesus can give.